0: You're listening to season number three, episode 71. This is Jeff, stimulating thoughts about life, igniting the spark about what's going on, and exposing the dark from the light. I am just a figment of your imagination.
1: It's the unspoken truth of humanity. break through the wall of mystery to the glow.
0: Looking at my car window, I know that my actions defy the law. Texting as I'm driving, I know it's not the same as taking a call. But with thoughts flooding my mind, the art of the poet is in the moment. My stomach growls, will I make it in time? But a voice says, chill. No, it's just caught a scent. Taking shortcuts, I got here just in time. But I really didn't expect to be waiting 15 minutes. What the hell is up with this line? Drive-through time, I know they can't be making. May I take your order? Your order? Two eggs and cheese biscuits with tots. That's all for my order. Thanks a lot. Hey, what's good, family? So today's episode we're going to be talking about the vehicle and um, trying to get a new vehicle and things of that nature but i realized once i got done recording this episode that i forgot to give you the backdrop or the backstory on how the car got messed up in the first place and i've done a video about this Several months ago, uh, when I was actually going through the process of trying to get the new car and get the old car fixed at the same time, I never uploaded it because I really wasn't for sure what was going to take place. So what I did in this episode was I went ahead and told you um, about the experience of trying to get a new vehicle, but I'm going to leave a link in the description letting you watch the video as far as talking to you about how the car got in this situation in the first place, how we got in this predicament, all right? So make sure you check that out. And once you do, come back and leave your comments or your thoughts on the video, or you can come back and leave your thoughts on this podcast, alright? Yo, 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 what's good with your family? What's good with you? So, welcome back to the episode, and in today's episode, we're going to follow up with conversation where we talked about where I've been, what's been going on with me as far as the drama. Uh, we got to get that out of the way before we can get into the positive stuff. got to let go of all this negativity and move into the positive you know positivity i guess that's the right word i'm looking for but uh anyway so we're gonna keep it moving so in this episode we're gonna talk about well, first of all in last episode we talked about um basically me changing my career or basically going full-fledged entrepreneur because at one point i was a subcontractor for a contractor and i was you know, i was with that guy for six years and long story short you know things didn't end up the way um they didn't end the way i wanted them to end because to tell you the truth the whole game plan from the very beginning you know when they say when you make a business plan the business plan should be basically how you're going to get out of that business you know you don't never want to make a business and then work there your whole life because then you're kind of like a slave to the business so the business plan always is focused on the end game you know and my end game was to work with this guy for five years and then branch off and start doing my own business and using him, you know, basically making him my part-time and making my own business my full-time. And if I didn't have work, I would call him or he can call me and say, hey, you, you know, are you available? That was the plan. However, because of what took place, you have to check out, check out the last episode, but because of what took place, I no longer wanna deal with this guy at all. Like literally not at all. So that's what we ended up with the conversation yesterday. So in today's episode, what we're gonna be talking about Will be the bank situation because while I was uh, looking for a vehicle for those three months, um, for well, for three months I was looking for a vehicle, and during that time, the reason why it took me so long, anyways, because I was weighing my options, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with the vehicle. You know, do I want to get these head gaskets fixed and continue making monthly payments, or did I want to get rid of the car and try to get another car? Well, once I got the expertise from the, you know, the car mechanics and other people around, you know, I found out that I wasn't going to just be fixing the head gaskets. Normally, when you fix the head gasket, you also got to fix the water pump again. You got to do a lot of other extra small stuff that adds up because it's not really small stuff. So I was like, well, damn, if I spend that much money on a car, I might well go get another car, you know. So that's what we ended up doing. And it wasn't like a hasty decision you know I, I I kept my car in my parking lot for the whole time because I, I I wasn't for sure you know and so we went to go look for some vehicles we got um we went to go look at the cars and we got pre-approved okay but we got a co-signer granny was gonna help us get this vehicle uh and she was gonna get it for her granddaughter Lee so she was gonna help co-sign for her and they everything went through granny has a you know great credit And we went to her bank. She's been with this bank for, you know, two decades, pretty much. And so we go there. When we get inside the bank, you know, we we sit down, we talk to the lady. The lady says, you know, what are y'all looking to do? We tell her, we we explain her the situation. She said, okay, well, how much do y'all want? We tell her, right? Tell her how much we want. What we've been looking for. We've been doing the research. We found what we want. You know, are we pre-approved for this amount? She says, well, let me run your credit. So she runs granny's and Lee's credit and she's like well i'm sorry but uh because granny is on a fixed income because granny's retired uh and because your income is at this level and your credit score is at this level we're not able to approve you for the amount you're asking for you know so then they try to go uh with granny by herself you know and they get granny by herself for a lower amount and when she got done running that application she said well i'm sorry to inform you but granny also was denied for this auto loan now there's a lot to this process that raised a lot of red flags a lot of concern and also bored my anger to the point to almost no return but we just said, okay, you know, we, we we drove all the way up to Indiana to pick up Granny and, you know, take her to her personal bank because we felt like it would be a lot easier because we could have definitely got Granny to do a cosign from where she was at to where we're at, but we wanted Granny to feel comfortable because she's an older lady and she's not really, you know, up to par on how all this stuff works because she didn't do this. That was her husband who did all this kind of stuff. So we wanted to make sure she was comfortable with the co-signing process. And so we decided to, instead of going in-house, we started. We decided to go with her bank. I mean, hell, she banked with them for, like I said, 20, 20 years or so. So it was like, they know her personally, you know? Well, once the banker de- denied both applications, you know, we dropped off granny and we went on about our merry way, came on back down to Tennessee. And the very, very next day, The bank called Granny and said, hey, we wanted to let you know that you were approved for X amount of credit. Now the funny thing about this approval is that just 24 hours prior to that, she tried to give her granddaughter a loan with combined income and it was denied for that amount. What? She tried to get a lower amount off off her own income and it was denied off of that what but the very next day she was approved almost 10 stacks more than what she could have got on her own see now it is mumbo jumbo like that so it was like wow what the hell just happened here what happened maybe was they seen her credit score and the credit lenders were like hey we don't give a fuck about how old granny is look at that credit score like man that's that's guaranteed money for us make that deal happen you know it might not happen that way but that's the way it kind of felt like you know how do you get denied and then the next day you're approved for more than what you even asked for on the initial process it was higher than what we initially asked for so it was like what the hell you know what you know Uh, know, we deserve this this is a blessing blessing in disguise disguise. disguise. you know let's take it let's take it And so we took the loan, right? All the time, the car was still in the driveway. And the reason for that was because I wasn't for sure if the deal was going to go through. And so we, you know, we had this process going on. You know, we we went through a lot of different car lots. After we got pre-approved, especially for what we got pre-approved for, it opened up doors for even more options on what we were looking for lower mileage newer year the colors we actually want you know and so we took a little bit more time then we got pre-approved it's like hey we can just hey, walk can in grab and grab the, and car, grab the car, car and walk out and walk out you know that was the process of the thinking anyway well this took place i'm going to tell you ahead of time this took place this car process took place for about 45 days it was about 45 days trying to get this vehicle because once we went through all these different car lots, we find we'll find the car we want. We will go to the car lot and let them know what we, what's going on, and they're like, "Oh no, no, we can't do a straw man purchase." What? I was like, "What the hell is a straw man purchase?" Like we can't we can't purchase a car. We can't sell you a car that uh you're, that for someone else. Like someone else can't buy you a car. What? Like what? People buy people cars all the damn time. What are you, what are you talking about, dude? Like. People always buying cars for other people. Are you saying you can't, that's a straw man purchase? Hello, it's Chuck Kennedy with Sunset Volkswagen in Sarasota bringing you today's
1: car buying tips. I want to talk to you today about a term in the car business we call a straw purchase. A straw purchase is where somebody comes in and they want to buy a car, but maybe they don't have the credit that would enable them to buy the car. So they bring someone else in that buys it for them. And they're not on the contract anywhere. That would be what the bank and we term a straw purchase. Ah. Now, we here at Sunset Volkswagen do not choose to do that, although I worked at dealerships that would allow that. But the reason is the banks frown on that. The banks frown on that because they want to know who they're lending the money to, who's going to be driving their collateral, who's going to be involved with their collateral. That's what you could understand. So therefore, the way around that is, even if you have some credit issues, and for whatever reason you're having somebody else buy it for you, you need to go on that contract as a co-buyer. And in that case, then it's no longer a straw purchase, and the bank knows everything that's disclosed properly.
0: Like okay, fine. So you know, we kept on, kept on searching. We, but we was open the whole time, being transparent as possible, letting everybody know what's going on. Like, hey, look, Granny is in her up in her age she's never, ever had a driving license, ever, never in her life had a driving license. So she can't drive. You know, she's just buying this. She's co-signing for the, uh, for the, her, her, granddaughter. But the process is she tried to get the loan as a co-signer. It didn't go through, but the bank approved her by herself for this auto loan. And, um, so this is what's going on. And it, some carlox like no we can't do that you know we apologize but we can't do that other carlox were like oh yeah we can do that we can make that happen
2: Behold, life real life a thing
0: that we have been denied for far too long are you on the path then you've found the right show. show? Are you the spiral or the Zero? The in and out of time you can call me Hero In the distant future I can see the Hero I give this foresight, love sharing insights Stimulating thoughts about life. about life Using metaphors, are we living in the night? Exposing the dark, I bring awareness to the light
2: The light is spark, spark
0: Good morning my neighbor! I find
2: you! Yes! Yes! Fuck you
0: too! so we found finally found the car lot that had the vehicle we wanted and at the time we were looking for a grand Cherokee and we found a really good vehicle at you know lower mileage newer year and it was within the pre-approval price so we went for that one and what ended up happening was we applied for the vehicle they knew what was going on they said yes we can do it for you they run the they run the paperwork and that's where all the problems began for about almost three almost a month almost almost a whole month out of 45 days they were going back and forth with this paperwork. It was first. It was it was the car dealership. They're like, "Hey, we got everything processed, you know. Now we just need the bank to release the money, you know." So we send the paperwork to the bank. The bank is like, "Well, we can't release the money until they release the title." So now we're planning on like a tug of war between releasing the money and releasing the title, right? So the car company comes up to a solution. They say, okay, well, how about this? How about if you guys can pay the taxes on the vehicle, we will release the vehicle. Okay, fine. It's at this time, because I still had the old vehicle, but it's at this time that I say, okay, finally." Finally. finally. Finally, Finally, everything's going to go through. through. So I'm able to let this this old vehicle vehicle go. go. The whole time I'm I'm accumulating car payments, right? Accumulating car payments because I'm still trying to weigh my options. Like, you know, is this car deal going to go through through or not? So once they say, yes, we're going to, you know, we're going to release the paper. uh, Once you pay this taxes, we're going to release the title. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I, instead of me, all the money I've been saving, well, I ain't really been saving. All the money I've been keeping instead of paying my car note. I use that to pay the taxes. So we end up sending them the taxes. And the next problem comes about. What's the next problem? 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 Well, they send the paperwork to underwriting. Now that the car people got their money and the bank got the release of the actual title loan, now it's going through the paperwork section, right? And underwriting calls us and says, Hello, Mr. White. We were giving you a call to inform you that we're unable to process this auto loan without having your granny own the insurance policy. Okay, no problem. I'll take care of that. I'll give you a call right back. insurance I was giving you a call because you know we just got this vehicle and I've already called you and got our you know policy set up and whatnot however I just got a call back from the car people and they are asking that we uh, put granny on the insurance <clears throat> all right mr. Jeffrey so what exactly are you asking us to do your granny doesn't have any license so there's really no way to really put her on the insurance unless we put her on here as a, an excluded driver. Uh, what's an excluded driver? Well, an excluded driver is basically when someone purchases a vehicle and they're not able to drive, but they need to be on the insurance, they are excluded from the insurance policy. So they're covered, but if they happen to drive the vehicle, then the insurance is no longer responsible and will not cover anything. Oh great, that actually works out perfect because granny doesn't drive she's never driven a day in her life and she doesn't really see you know we don't foresee her driving anytime soon so you know yeah put her on as as an excluded driver that would work out perfect thank you I will just give you a call back to let you know that we took care of everything that you asked us to do. We went ahead and put granny on there um, as, as an excluded driver and um, so you know you guys can go ahead and continue the process. Okay well thank you thank you. We'll go ahead and finish this up and we'll get back with you. And uh, Thank you for taking taking care of this so promptly. Oh no problem, no problem. I'll be looking forward for your call alright? Alright. And that was pretty much the gist of how this conversation took place initially. Well, we figured we did everything we were supposed to do. We let everyone know what the deal was as far as granny not having licenses, never been insured. We let everyone know that she was going to be the one purchasing their car and she's buying it for us pretty much. We let everyone know that, you know, we put her on the insurance as an excluded driver. So what else could they possibly want? well they give us a call back and say Jeff we see that you got granny on the insurance but we need her to be on the insurance as an insured driver what we we need you to contact your insurance company and tell them that we need her to be on here as an insured driver no okay how am I supposed to do that I mean they how am I supposed to do that I spoke to the insurance company and they said that pretty much being that granny has no insurance, they really can't do anything except put her on the insurance policy, but except as an unexcluded driver. So, I mean, you guys deal with this every single day. Like, y'all deal with selling cars. That's your profession. This is your job, especially at underwriting. Your job is to get the, the deal solidified, sold, finished. So, you're calling me, telling me that... I need to call the insurance company and tell them to give my granny, who has no driving license, give her a uh, put her on my insurance policy. But there's no way for me to do that unless you ask me to break the law. Like, I mean, how do you, how am I supposed to do this? Well, Jeffrey, we you know that's just is what they're saying that they can't continue on until you actually get um your granny to be insured uh, insured driver. Well, I got my back to the wall, man. Like, I don't know what y'all really are asking. Either y'all asked me to break the law or y'all already did break the law. But I just know that there is nothing I can do. I don't really know what you're asking me. You're not giving me any outlets to go for. So I'm just going to call them. I'm going to give them your information. They can call you guys. And you guys can let them know what you need. Because the insurance company know what's legal. You guys know what's legal. I don't when it comes to this process. So you tell them what you need. So they call. And to find out that this process can't be done. So we wasted 45 fucking days for absolutely nothing. And the whole time this was going on, because the woman who did the the initial application, she ran this process for the whole time. And we don't really know if she didn't know what the hell she was doing we don't really know what the hell was going on, but we do know that we asked to speak to other people and she really got upset about that. She chewed out a couple of her co-workers because we called up there a few times when all this back and forth was going on and we were trying to avoid talking to her to talk to someone else like a person in charge, a manager. You know, because it was kind of flaky in the first place of how the the loan was introduced in the first place. It was almost like she felt like we had our granny's uh, neck to the wall and we was making her or forcing her to help us get a vehicle. But she didn't want to say that she was approved in front of us. She told her, told granny that she was denied and then called her, the same woman called her the very next day and said, hey, I want to let you know you're approved. So it was almost like this woman, you know, maybe she was trying to protect granny maybe she wasn't i don't really know what the hell was going on but when we asked to speak to other people she chewed him out we do know that and once this deal finally got to the point to where we seen it was you know pulling our strings you know i called different banks branches you know trying to find out who's the regional manager over these banks care learn share Internal Monarch is on the quest to take over the globe because we care to learn and we learn to share. If you can resonate with our creed, make sure you press the follow button. And also press the share button so other people out right there can find this show. And don't forget, you do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. Have you woken have you up? Woken up? Simulate your thoughts by igniting the, the by igniting the spark Are you Are able you to see? You do have a purpose exposed in, in the dark Are you walking you your walk own path? Live path. at your purpose by igniting the, by igniting the, spark. Igniting the spark Welcome, welcome, to, welcome the to the king. Simulate your thoughts with internal monarch Internalmonarch.com internal internal Simulate your thoughts by igniting the spark You do have a purpose exposed in the dark Live at your purpose by igniting the spark Simulate your thoughts with internal monarch Simulate your thoughts by igniting the spark you do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark.
2: Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Stimulate your thoughts with the turn Welcome to the station with imagination. Using the mental capacities to rule the nation. No hesitation. No need for shaking. No limitations. It's confirmation. Humanity's our dedication. And salvations our motivation. Experience the validation. Disinformation's the medication for cultural degradation. Prescribing mental occupation with spiritual revelation. Metaphorical dissertation, bridge building occupation. It's time we spark communication.
0: Taking over, take load, follow us, follow us.
2: I'm a legend, i spark
0: a spark. You do have a purpose, it's a purpose, it's dark. It's in the dark. Live at your purpose by So we night finally get bar, a hold to bar. the manager and she's like, oh, yeah, I've heard about this, this deal, but I never really knew what was going on. I like, yeah, well, we asked to speak to you almost two weeks ago and she wasn't going to put you on the phone. We've been asking to speak to you, figure out what's going on. You know, so she's like, I really do apologize about that. Let me let me uh, get your information. I'm going to take a look to see what's going on with this and I'll give you a call back. So she takes a look. She gives us a call back and she says the ball was dropped early stage at an early stage this loan shouldn't have even been approved from the get go what? what what I'm like well we asked to speak to you and she wouldn't put you on the phone we've been asking this other woman what's been going on and she's been pulling our legs and now you are telling me that there's nothing you guys can do about this situation like absolutely nothing the deal just can't go through she's like yeah, I really do apologize about that. I'm like, well, I don't really want your damn apology. I've been dealing with this shit for 45 days going on. And my vehicle, the reason why I'm even buying a vehicle is because my other vehicle was messing up. And I had a way and the option on whether I want to keep this car, put it give it back, and get a new car. And once you guys pretty much told me that it was approved. I went ahead and let that car. I had to let that car go. It was, it was, it was bad engine and everything. I had, It was a lemon, basically. So, you know, you guys made me get rid of my car, and, all, and that money that I spent on the, the taxes of this vehicle, I could have got my car fixed and just dealt with the damn problems. Because you guys made it seem like this was all going through. We interrupt our program. And then at the very last, the very last <laughs> stage, you tell me that you can't continue the process. And you can't do anything about this woman who refused to put you on the phone or anybody else in charge or not in charge. Just, she just did not want no one to talk to us. Well, I didn't tell you to sell your car. No, motherfucker, you didn't. I almost said bitch. Almost said bitch. <laughs> no, you didn't tell me to sell my damn car. I know you didn't say that. But what you did say is you can get me another car. You did say that. You did approve us for the loan. Now, yeah, y'all dropped the ball. Y'all could have got up. Y'all, y'all knew y'all been banking. She been, uh, granted been banking here for 20 something years. So there's no way y'all didn't know she didn't have a license. Y'all carry her check every fucking, every two weeks, every month. Y'all know her on a personal level. You telling me when y'all, and and even if y'all didn't know her for 20 years, you telling me that when y'all took the initial process for this application, when y'all scanned the ID, y'all didn't look at the damn information, Y'all didn't even verify anything? Y'all just scanned the shit and put it down and put it in and filed it? You didn't look at it to see if it was a driving license or a state ID? Yeah, y'all dropped the damn ball. Y'all caused a lot of damn dominoes to fall behind that. And you tell me there's nothing y'all can do about it? No, sorry. That right there? That right there? Man, y'all don't, you don't have a clue how hot I was. Because now I have no vehicle. Now I, I'm, I'm, I've used my neighborhood vehicle for three months. I've been telling them I'm going on two months for a whole month. How, how your car going? Hey, we got a car in process. We got the paperwork going right now. We should be able to get your car to you in about a week or two. Two weeks go by. How what's the car? Well, we're still working on paperwork. But they say any day now, sometime by the end of this week. They'll be on a Monday. By Friday, another damn excuse. So what's going on? Man, I really can't tell you. So the next day the woman who dropped the ball in the first place ends up calling granny and says well you know we can get you a signature loan or a personal loan you can help out your grand your granddaughter that way you should have said that when you when we first got in there when we when you seen that Lee couldn't get approved for a cosign and Granny only had a damn ID, you should have said then like, "Look, I work at this bank. I know what the hell I'm doing." And you can't get an auto loan without a, without a driving license. So how about we you know how about we suggest that you you know try for a signature loan or personal? No, instead you drug this process out for 45 days, got us going back and forth. For Granny, she don't even have no damn car. She has to ride the city bus from her home all the way downtown to get to your bank because you want us to send her down there to sign some paperwork or look at something and then you you do that she signed the paperwork and you call us the next day and say hey uh she forgot to sign something no she didn't forget to sign shit you just didn't do your job again you just didn't do your job again. You're not verifying shit. Nobody can't forget to sign no paper. They came all the way downtown to drive up. You handed them every sheet of paper. And when they you say, here, sign here. Okay, now sign here. Okay, now sign here. Now, if they didn't sign there, you can't say that's their fault. That's your fault. You didn't verify the damn information. You got them to come there to do in the first place. So this woman right here, you can tell it's still a lot of anger with me. Not really anger, but gosh, it's something. You know, because that really, it really got under me man and granny was like she treated us like slaves yeah that's how granny felt she felt like she was back in the olden days you know what else she told granny she called granny the very next day and said are you really sure you want to help your granddaughter get a vehicle what we don't really think she's gonna pay the car loan anyway what who are you in the first place to be verifying or asking or trying to put a bug in someone's ear to say what someone else is gonna do or what they're not gonna do secondly who the hell do you think you are telling granny to not help her granddaughter like she's gonna to listen to you that's her granddaughter her only granddaughter on top of that so what the hell is wrong with you you think she's gonna listen to that? Granny was offended by that. So they they definitely pour some whammies. All right, big box, come on, big box, come on, stop. Stop at all. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely pour some whammies when it came to this car situation. And because of that situation, I ended up, uh, you know, trying to get rental cars, uh trying to get my car fixed but by that time i had got my car given my car away so now we don't have no new vehicle in the works trying to get that we don't have no old vehicle that's able to be fixed we just asked out like the flintstones so my uncle he saw he calls and he's like uh hey nephew uh we got a vehicle down here man if you want to you know you want to buy you can you know i talked to your auntie and i let her know your situation and you know she's like yeah hey, well how about we just sell him this car you know and it's it was a it was a it's an older vehicle but it's a work vehicle it's not something that i'm using to just drive and look all nice and you know and, and floss and flex out there no it's, it was a work vehicle that's really all i really need a vehicle to get back and forth to work and if i need to travel i can get a rental car for that you know so i'm like oh yeah right, that's I'll gonna work a perfect. perfect because at this time by this time you know about when all this was going on i was working for the contractor that's what the whole broadcast was about the other day well, by the end of the 45 days, I've, I've quit working with the contractor. I'm no longer working with the contractor, you know, and uh, I need a vehicle to get back and forth to work or start my own business or whatnot. So he sells me his car and I use that vehicle and I'm still using it to this day. And granny was like, well, we don't, do you guys still want me to help you try to get a vehicle? And I was like, well, granny, I appreciate that, but give us a little bit of time right now because some situations have changed since we initially started trying to get this vehicle. You know, now I work for myself exclusively, and I'm, I, you know, this is something new for me. This is my actually my first time ever, really, you know, being responsible for my own uh, finances and my own, you know. Lobbyhood you know I ain't gotta I, I can't wake up and depend on someone to say hey here go a job for you Now I have to I have to go out there and get my own work, you know So uh, let me give me like a year to see how this is gonna really work out because I really don't I don't really trust getting a brand new car and and starting my business at the same time It's just it's not the smart thing to do so, you know, that's what we did That's what we did and we actually saved a lot of money Lee wasn't happy initially But I kind of had to convince her like hey look if we don't get this car look at how much money we can save You know, uh as far as monthly, you know, we don't have to pay these car notes. And so eventually I, I was able to talk her out of, you know, trying to put ourselves in a lot of extreme debt and an extra, a lot of stress, extra, lot of stress and a lot of stress. And so that's where we are today. You know, we, we still got the vehicle uh, that I sold, my uncle sold to me we never got a new vehicle we got rid of the other vehicle and you know that vehicle wasn't even the blue book value of that vehicle was not even worth fifteen hundred dollars and they still wanted us to pay way more than that on the vehicle and i was so upset when i found that out because i was like man i've been paying on this damn car for this time and y'all tell me i have this much left to do you know i guess crazy where all my damn money go to you know and they were just jacking it off the interest rate was really really high and they got over us because we, they got us when they were we were vulnerable uh when we had that wreck that really bad wreck in that mountaineer a long time ago a couple years back uh shit, back on like four years ago four years ago now shit no yeah, about i guess about four or five years ago we had a real bad wreck and uh we were really vulnerable and they they, they hit us with a very very high interest rate and so i was paying on the car note forever and it wasn't really going anywhere and that's the real reason why i went and let that car go back because i owe so much money on it and i wasn't willing to pay that much more you know on top of the repairs as well and so we let it go back but I'm still looking for a vehicle, but not really. Like I said, I'm trying to figure out this work process. And it's going good, but it's kind of stressful. You know, it really is kind of stressful because I'm making the money, but it's like, when I make the money, when I, by the time I get done making the money, it's time for bills. i like, damn, man, when I'm going to catch a break or I need to get some bigger jobs, basically, you know, to make up for this this time frame of difference. And that's what I'm going to have to start working on. So I've been marketing myself and things of that nature. So we're going to talk about the business in the next episode. Um, I'm not going to go any further with the car situation because that's pretty much what the car deal was. You know, we got dipped over by the bank. Um, the manager, she she, she kind of like dropped the ball. And try to say it was our fault, you know, or really didn't say it was our fault, but she didn't really have any resolution for the situation other than trying to get us a personal loan down the line but the the interest rate was going to be extremely extremely high it was like no what's the point of doing that you know and and the way they wanted to do it was they said okay well you go get a vehicle let's say you you we get your pre-approved but let's say the vehicle is five thousand dollars we will we will pre-approve you for three thousand even though we can approve you for five thousand we're going to pre-approve you for three thousand and you can come up with the other two thousand like what the fuck? Like why am I going to bank with you if that's going to be the case? I'm not banking with you so you can do a, you know, a 50 a a, a 50 a, it, 70 30? No, that's not what we're trying to do. You know? And so we didn't go with them because they like I said they dropped the ball and then they didn't have any resolution. So um with that being the case, you know, what did we learn out of this situation? Well, we learned a few things. One, make sure you keep your car maintained, you know, make sure you got a proper oil change, make sure your 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 um your water pump is working properly and your in your tubes and your filters. That's one thing we learned. Nothing. Gosh, I can't think of the name of the bank. Maybe I think of it on the next episode when I do the recap or whatnot, but maybe I, I can't think of it because I'm shouldn't I shouldn't put their name out there like that. But at the end of the day, this is how we were treated. And I don't care about I'm not defaming them. This is our actual experience. You know, and this is if they feel ashamed or they don't want to hear about this, they shouldn't have did us or treated us the way they treated us, you know. Both both ends was like this you know the car people were good but at the same time, they were making it hard as well. But at the end of the day, they they did say they would work around the straw man purchase. So I can't really give them any faults. I can just give it all to the bank. And and that woman, really the woman and the manager really made, made this experience, you know, uh, a headache for not just me, but also Lee and definitely granny. Because this was something new for granny. She was just doing this out of good faith. And, you know, we go down there to help out granny every so often. And so she felt really upset because she knew that we was putting a lot of wear and tear on our vehicle. Just to come down there to help her, and so this was her way of, you know, returning the favor. But the bank kind of shut the door on her face, and and then disrespected her by calling her and telling her not to even help her grandma in the her granddaughter in the first place. So you know, a lot was done in this process. A lot was learned. You know, and you know, you can say, you know, it was because of, you know, you can't say it was because of the credit score because she has like A1 credit. You know, and that's another reason why they really couldn't turn her down because of that, there was been discrimination. So, maybe it was something different. Like I said, the woman at the beginning, just she just dropped the ball and she refused to be a team player with the other people in the, in the office. So, what do you think was really going on with this situation? Was it because, you know, uh, granny was on fixed income? Was it because the woman dropped the ball and just didn't want to admit to her problems? Like, what do you feel this situation was about maybe we just didn't need the vehicle maybe at that time we weren't able to foresee what was coming as far as me quitting the contractor and start my own business and it just wasn't the right time to get the vehicle or maybe it had something to do with mercury being in retrograde now although you probably don't know shit about astrology i'm always trying to help you and teach you a little bit more as i learn i try to teach you but you know, when Mercury goes in retrograde, that's a time when you're not supposed to be signing documentations and, you know, making long term plans, because whatever you do when it's in retrograde most likely doesn't really fall through. It doesn't work. You know, you're going to have to go back and rethink it or re- redo it or go or go back to the drawing board again. So whenever that happens you, you really should be You know Just doing the searching But not actually doing any signing Well we didn't have the time for that We had to get a car And we actually did the signing During the retrograde And I believe that You know It has something to do with something And don't Before you dismiss a strategy And say Well hey Mercury retrograde, Whatever the hell that Mercury, shit was Mercury, Whatever you said It ain't got nothing ain't to do, with, nothing with, to do the with the damn car, car. Um, They were just they being just racist, racist Or they were just they being just super being uh, uh, You know uh, uh, Flexing their uh, power, power Or whatever, power or whatever. whatever. No No, if you if you if you don't believe that you know solar flares don't affect us something's wrong with you if you don't believe the full moon don't affect us something's wrong with you're you disconnected and i'm not trying to say that in like a condescending way it's just the fact that you can't be nescience about these situations basically nescience means um you don't know that you don't know you know it's okay to have nescience but it's not okay to be have cognitive dissonance where you have a contract and believe you refuse to believe Just because you refuse to believe, you know, and I just tell you to look into it for yourself. I've been doing some research on some astrology and we're going to talk about that. Like I said, once we get past all this negative stuff, we're going to start getting into that. I'm going to start opening myself up a little little bit more as far as far as my creativities and my talents and my passions and just be more open with you and uh, not be so secretive. I have a lot of eighth house energy. So. By default, that makes me secretive. You know, the Sun, Venus, and that daggone Mars—all of them right there. So, like, it's a lot going on in the eighth house, and it's a lot going on in the third house as well. So, you know, um, this is just gonna have to come out. You're gonna have to be able to—not really have to—but I'm gonna help you see how our strategy helps, or how it can help you. And with that being said. Um, I appreciate you tuning in for this episode as well. We're going to keep it short this episode. Well, until next time, family, I appreciate you tuning in again. And like I said, I just trying right now, I'm just doing these episodes right now inventing and basically trying to get all the ums and the ahs and, you know, the the pauses trying to get that out of the way because it's been a year basically almost since I've been on this mic so I gotta get the cobwebs out my throat and 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 get this this podcast back up running again because you know I feel like there's a lot to be said out here in the world there's a lot that I could say a lot that you know um I want to kind of share with you anyway so you know stay tuned for that and like I said tomorrow's episode will be about my journey as far as being an entrepreneur. So it kind of leads into the positive actually, because, you know, we went, we started with the negative, you know, and now we're going to go into the positive, which is the entrepreneurship, me being an entrepreneur. And how's that, how's that working for me? And some of my struggles as far as, you know, how to get business and, making money and budgeting and all that kind of stuff if you're looking to be an entrepreneur then hopefully you know my journey can shed some light on along the journey along your journey anyway as far as some of the mistakes i made or some of the good things i've done as well that you probably haven't thought about so with that being the case family i appreciate you tuning in today and until next time don't forget this is jeffrey stimulating thoughts igniting the spark and exposing the dark Today's content was brought to you by Internal Monarch, the brand that is dedicated to helping humanity live up to its greatest potential. If you enjoyed today's show, Be sure to go to internalmonarch.com to get registered today. Also, don't forget to download and follow us on Spreaker. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. You can also find it in the App Store on your mobile or handheld device. If you're engaged in social media and would like to link up with us, check out the show notes to find all the links to our social presence as we take over the globe. We would like to give thanks to soundbible.com for providing some of the sound effects that help make today's show possible.
2: According to predictions, I could be a politician, taking shit from the people like a mortician. According to predictions, I could be a politician, taking shit from the people like a mortician. Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission, consciousness coming from another dimension. The dimension taking mental body to ascension, since you're spending time, pay attention. The currency makers making all nuts to get the ninja. Always the mind so we won't listen. Man, world these worlds, i like a magician. And a camouflage into a musician There's an interdimension Take your mental body through ascension Since you're spending time with attention No such thing as a halfway look Either see this shit or you're halfway shook Shirt is the garden that will make us gardeners I'm living in this concrete jungle like it's Harlem next in the garden the women change and balling ball when the hoe chopped his head all fed oh. I'm God looking God for the rain up. man have you seen the rain the man rain it's man. such a drought he's a it's insane man the government thirsty. thirsty the prisons, thirsty. The, prisons. Thirsty. The, thirsty. Cops. Thirsty. the cops the cops the people come on come a, come on, come a on. lot of killing going on why they gotta murder a cop before that shit is considered wrong
0: real slow like it's me alone people were. I'm afraid to live the life black is all alone Cause all of my white lies invested in black ties uh, Who I'm gonna bleed, I to bleed be my own eyes. eyes I wonder if humanity's gonna wake up to real lies. The real world's taking place on the third eye Detracted by this mundane reality and until he die. Too many of the people yeah. like the drama is it's glorified it up,
2: it's it up, the climax, the climax, climax, it. like this, the IMAX, IMAX. According to predictions, I could be a politician, taking shit from the people like a mortician. According to predictions, Dician, I could be a politician, Dician. taking shit from the people like a mortician. Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission, consciousness coming from another dimension. The thing Dician, that I mentioned, taking mental body through the sentience. Dician, since you're spending time, pay attention. The currency makers banking on us Dician to get dementia, always stimulating. The mind, so we won't listen Man with these words something like a magician With well, my hand a camouflage into a musician The thing that I mentioned Take your mental body through ascension Set your spirit pay attention